This is Nine Deeps of Space, and today we are watching The Forsaken. I'm Van Belding, and this is like my ninth time watching Star Trek Deep Space Nine. I'm Kit, and this is my first time watching Deep Space Nine. You ready? Yep. Three, two, one, engage. So, <laughs> take a cabin's log, just fill in what's happening. Yep. So, a fact-finding mission to the wormhole. Gotta... Fortunately, I hate these guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They're or Bashir. Yeah. It's like, how do you not... How do you care about the quarter size? You're going to be here for two days. <laughs> Just... Does she have wings under that dress? <laughs> Poor Bashir. <laughs> yeah. At least the bolding's sticking up for her. For Bashir. <laughs> so. I do like the bickering. Oh, yeah. Everyone's intolerable. <laughs> yeah. So. I think this, is our, this might be our first Vulcan in a long time. Do some our, stuff. What? Our first Vulcan in a long time. Uh, yeah. Since, uh, since the Vulcans picked up uh, the Fugitive, right? In... Uh, Vortex. Oh yeah, I forgot about them. Never mind. This yeah. is another Vulcan. <laughs> another Vulcan. <laughs> we don't see we don't see them a lot, and I guess it's because a Vulcan wouldn't really mix well in this crew. No, probably not. No. So, I guess they they probably wanted to stay away from Vulcans because of uh, you know trying to distinguish themselves from the original series. But DS9 yeah. can kind of go back to that now. Yes. So. <laughs> Perhaps so. you should stop, please. Yeah. She was just trying to find any excuse to make this end for a little while. Look, I'm going to give you guys all melatonin gummies, and then we're just going to play it by ear. No offense. No offense, Ambassador from Vulcan. So. Hey. <laughs> Immediately, Quark. Get over here. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad place to start. So it's like <laughs> and Cork has the the inward facing sign in tiny print. <laughs> classic EULA. <laughs> so <laughs> people get to use a lot of physical violence here on Cork with like Quark. He deserves it, no so it's fine. I mean, that's true, yeah. Yeah, because there was an episode where she was abducted by Ferengi, so she knows a little bit about... Bit about oh, Umox. wow. Yeah. yeah. The sensitivity of Ferengi ears. Yeah. So. I don't want to be like Ferengi. Hmm? It is very endearing for her to, to shout at Quark. It's a good way to get us to like her, at least. <laughs> yeah. So. It's a very natural way to get her her path to intersect with Odo's. So. Ah, I see. So, I didn't yeah. quite understand use this hair, but now I understand. Yeah. So. Um, Odo does some pretty good detective working. He does. Although he doesn't seem to be that happy to do it. 
<laughs> no. So that's probably not quirk. It's that's true. He's like, I have to do my job, and it's not bug- bugging quirk. So I don't like this actually. <laughs> But it's a nice and simple little mystery. Right. Solved very quickly. Yeah. Good. Which I think isn't profiling. Uh, so. It's, it sort of is. But sort like, of is? Okay. It, it, gets weird. it gets weird when you have sci-fi and fantasy races that have clear and literal differences in how they work, right? Because yeah. human races, race is an invented concept for humans. We're not like dog breeds. Right. That's not how it works. But like sci-fi and fantasy races are a lot more separated. Yeah. And also Odo's happy about this because technically he never violated this guy's civil liberties. Everyone <laughs> else's, but not this guy's. <laughs> You want your police states to have that kind of versatility. <laughs> Be like, look, if I have everybody's information but his, I can still pin a crime on him. <laughs> so. uh, yeah. What happened well, to the other stuff? Hook. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We got that hook, though, of, of her being like, tell me about this Odo. Yeah. And how hard I can come on to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she knows she knows that number pretty well. So. Yeah. But it's great. He has an ambassador who wants something reasonable. And and Bashir can just be like, Oh yeah, I'll talk tell you guys about Odo all night long. <laughs> He's like That's so true. great. He's <laughs> solid sometimes and turned into a sack once. It was awesome. <laughs> You all should go hang out with him instead of me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the crew just playing tag, trying to get rid of the ambassadors. <laughs> but she was walking at the front of the ambassadors, like speed walking, and Oda's like speed walking slightly faster to stay away. <laughs> but there's a hierarchy, right? So, so oh, yeah. Bashir is the, the one that gets stuck with him. Yeah, yeah. So he can't really pass that off, I guess. He cannot. No. <laughs> um, which is something I kind of like about this episode. Um, also, they would never entrust those ambassadors to Odo. It's true. Odo would go through their taxes to get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot a deduction. Jail. <laughs> also, he's not technically Federation, so. No, he's. It might have something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. So they can't make him do it. That's for sure. Yeah. So they could be like, you know, if you weren't so prissy about us putting Federation security people here, uh, we'd have a security guy here to do that. So (laughs) maybe you should do. What are you going to do? You're going to quit? You're going to quit? You're going to (laughs) cry? It's so weird, like, yeah. It's time to watch the Irishman suffer. Yeah. Um, So he's got, like, this Bajoran assistant, and they're going to have, like, a Bajoran assistant of his in later episodes, but they just swap the actresses out and the character. You cut out. What what um, did you say? 
there, there's a Bajoran assistant that he has in later episodes who has like a different name and a different actress. And I don't know why. Huh. I don't know if she went like, yes, sir, the wrong way here or whatever. But Maybe she just wasn't available. Maybe not. So. Someone saw her and was like, I want you in my, I don't know. Campbell's show. Soup commercial. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Chunky. You're not going to make it to the final cut. <laughs> it's going to be a snowman who becomes a kid when it melts. <laughs> so, this station this does like... not work good. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. I guess it's a little like giving a windows to said man and Mac, right? Yeah. Yeah. They've been doing some IT work and they got a new person to do their social media and that person's like, Oh, I just need a I need a Mac to work with. I'm like, No. No, you don't. Don't say that. So we There's got a couple <laughs> Oh man. There there are a couple of like social media programs that are Mac only, like Tweetbot, I think. Okay. So maybe that's why, but but yes, I use both. I have I have a MacBook for my laptop because I'm weak, so I don't like heavy laptops. Oh, and Mac funny. makes the best lightweight laptop, basically. As far I as I believe know. that. So I don't know much about them, but yeah, I believe it. So, and I do like I don't um, I use a mouse obviously at my PC, but uh, the gestures once you get used to them are very efficient for laptops, right? If you if okay. you aren't in a place that you can use a mouse. Yeah. I got to switch between sometimes yeah. like touchscreen laptops and tablets and Chromebooks. And it's just like doing like hybrid is great. <laughs> um, yeah. So when you go yeah. to one, that's just one of those things. It's such a pain. Yeah. Sorry. Back to the episode. The The yeah. faces here have been great. Like Cisco's oh, face yeah. when they walked in and Bashir's face when she's complaining. And to be fair, Cardassian quarters don't seem very friendly, but no, not at their all. faces are, are very good. So I love it. Everybody else loves the wormhole. These are the only people in the history of Deep Space Nine to be like wormhole, yeah. more like ermhole. <laughs> so... But yeah, the little faces when Bashir's trying to pawn them off a little bit. And Cisco looks right past the ambassadors at, at Bashir. Like, yeah, all right. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, this little dude. Like, you may have just saved Vulcan's life. You didn't have to do that, but you did. <laughs> can't, can't tell if ageism or sexism here. <laughs> <laughs> or racism. So, oh, well, yeah, I guess. Vulcans I feel like Vulcans. Oh. Hmm? <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if Vulcans are racist, but perhaps they are. They, they get more racist the more we see of them because it's, it's an easy way to write the flaw into them. I see. They are, they are pretty xenophobic. They are kind of like, we're better than everyone else. Yeah. I mean, they're That's space an equal elves. opportunity kind of racism. <laughs> space yeah. elves. Oh, my God. You're right admittedly if you took legolas to like the archery tournament of robin hood he'd be like nah bro so <laughs> i admit that he would just be throwing the arrows overhand <laughs> like it's fair this way 
Yes. Oh my god, they made him do that slow motion step on those rocks in the Hobbit movies. I forgot about that. <laughs> god. Okay. I it's swear, if, if, if they ever do the Cimmerillion, they're going to let Michael Bay direct it. <laughs> oh god. It's just established they don't really have any more ferrets to give about that. But hey, it's our plot. It's the good part of our plot. It is. Although, I am confused. If she's a Betazoid and she's an empath slash telepath, maybe she can't read Odo, but like she's laying it on really thick. Like, wouldn't you know better <laughs> that this might put him off? Oh, uh, right. Thin beige line. The, the, yeah. worst, the worst three words in this episode. <laughs> womp womp. I took soul damage from that. <laughs> I mean, it was a little sarcastic, maybe, but yeah, no, it's not That's great. That's true. So, that that phrase has lost a lot of cachet over the subsequent yep. decades. Yep. So, but um, yeah, I don't think she can read him, but her history with men shows that their um, lack of enthusiasm over her advances has have never stopped her in the past. <laughs> She is an HR problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, just because you're an empath doesn't mean you don't have to seek consent, lady. Come on. I mean, they never get consent. <laughs> she walks by someone. She's like, oh, yeah, I do need bread, too. Thanks, man. I'll get bread. <laughs> she's just going through people's brains all the time. Oh, that's that's true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean... On the one hand, if if I go to the planet of the blind people and they're like, hey, how'd you know I was making this hand sign? It's like, well, because I can see it. That's what you're doing. And they're like, that's private. The things I do with my hands when people aren't touching my hands are private because none of us have eyes. And they're like, okay. So, like, I get it. Yeah. That's, the yeah, other, yeah, but that does imply that Banasoids are just a major HR problem wherever they go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, one of the best episodes of TNG is one where someone's doing like a witch hunt and they bring in a full-on Beta Z to sit down. And it's like, uh, at interviews for like crimes being done. And it's like, oof, that don't seem kosher. <laughs> so. It's iffy. Yeah, iffy. Never, never mentioned. Like it's implies, like wow, what a dick move. But no one's ever like. Seems like there should be some rules about that. <laughs> it's all. Uh, what is that precedent? Rules violating precedent. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's. Mm, I, I I guess we're not supposed to think too hard about that. Mm, no, no, not really. But telepathic or not, whether she can read Odo or not, she's. Uh, being persistent with Odo, that's for sure. Yes. I feel you, Odo. <laughs> I feel like... I don't know if I know anyone who hasn't... This isn't what, what Odo's doing, right? Because it's obvious. Um, but who hasn't had a moment where someone was flirting with them and they did not realize until much, much, much later. Which yeah. is painful. Which is like, she seems to be interested. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, at least she makes it clear. I don't know. She does make it pretty clear. So. <laughs> I like that Cisco's like, nah, it's fine. 
just have have sex just do the ambassador i'm sure that won't cause any problems because <laughs> <laughs> like that's how we reproduce so obviously and Oda's like i have no physical needs <laughs> i sleep sometimes that's it i turn into goo at night yeah that's about it and so it means that Odo doesn't um Odo doesn't have a lot of uh needs he doesn't need people for other things he does the law because he likes doing the law yeah so i love how much cisco is loving this oh uh, and he should like, mm, <laughs> i suggest you so. deal <laughs> Oh, I love that Oda's like, look, I I can't deal with people. Can we just say this diplomatic incident to get you to intercede? And Cisco's like, no, nah, do it yourself. <laughs> Responsibly. And I was like, oh, I gotta be responsible. <laughs> like, oh. So. I don't like this. Yeah. Oda's throwing him to the wolves. People throw um, other people under the bus to Loxwana a lot because it's funny. <laughs> And there's a lot to unpack yes. there. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. It 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 is more amenable to to the audiences the the audience of the show that that Roxana is female for sure. Oh yeah, so yeah. an older female, with the sex drive that's that's presented as being on the the edge of comedic. Um. And therefore, her blatantly unacceptable behavior. I don't, I don't know if she really crosses the line here or if she's just really persistent here. She got pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty right? close. Yeah. <laughs> if Bashir did this, we would call him a fuckboy. So. Yes. Um, reserving a sweet, a hollow sweet for another person uh, is probably crossing some kind of line. <laughs> like, look, I bought condoms in your size. <laughs> Let's do it. So, seems inappropriate. A little, I guess. I yeah. I do love how she calls the elevator by knocking on it. <laughs> yeah. So the the joke here is that she's the voice of the computer. Um, I think in Star Trek: The Next Generation and Star Trek: Voyager, because the actress who plays her is Gene Roddenberry's wife. Um, so usually when she talks to the computer, she's talking to herself. It's like, ah, she's talking to herself. It's a joke. Oh, I see. I see. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. <laughs> it's very persistent. But I can swim very line is a good one. I, I do like, I'll have Cork send one of his minions over. <laughs> <laughs> she knows what's up. <laughs> so. She knows how court and, works. And now now starts Odo's nightmare. <laughs> is this the B plot or the A plot? I mean I guess it's the B plot, because it's called the Forsaken. Yeah. I mean it's not the most compelling plot. Like they talk to a probe and then the station starts breaking. And like that's a whole thing. And O'Brien's there. <laughs> but to me, this is where our story is. Yeah, for sure. So it's and it's a really interesting premise, um, the the a plot, but they don't do a whole lot with it. Do they? Is it spoilers if I ask if they do anything with it later? Um, it kind of is, but okay. uh, no, no, they don't. <laughs> oh, so rip. Um, 
Odo's face here. Okay. <laughs> Just so, abject uh, horror. So the deal is is that they pitched contemporaneous show uh, Babylon Five to a couple people, and I want to say they pitched it to these people. I want to say to Paramount or something, and they said, mm. "No, nah, we don't want to do that." So then they made Deep Space Nine which is also a space show about a space station with a number on its name with very similar political motifs. Um, and so Deep Space Nine's frequently accused of ripping off Babylon 5 mm-hmm. as background. But Babylon 5 also has a pretty good episode where two people are stuck in an elevator together and have to, to stick it out. So Before their dynamic is more oppressor and oppress E, but like, Ooh. yeah. That episode, that episode's way better than this. What's that? The the um the look she gave him and then the smile just kind of disappeared. Yeah. So <laughs> um Yeah. So She's right. It would be very impolite to leave an ambassador alone in an elevator by <laughs> herself. She's yeah. like, well, Bye. <laughs> Peace out, homies. <laughs> and just whoop, float up like Winnie the Pooh in that meme. You just <laughs> spiral slowly up into the sky. <laughs> so. I like how we get about five seconds of silence from her. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh. It's great. Mm, I've I've had experiences like this. Yeah. <laughs> Not the stuck in the elevator part, but right. feeling like I'm stuck in an elevator with someone like this for sure. Yeah, like it sucks. I you know it's, where people are like, rough, I want to connect with you, and you're like, I don't <laughs> want to. I want to be nice to you, but I don't want to. We're not close. Yeah. So it's um and an emotion right like yeah. I don't think she's doing this to be annoying I think she's doing this because otherwise she will get very anxious yeah. and I suspect that some of her personality is to cover for that is cuz I I think there's I don't know it, I get the impression from her that she doesn't like she isn't the sort of person who likes being alone with her thoughts yeah that's fair yeah so and you know loxana troy is in about one episode a season of star trek the next generation mm-hmm. and when we first see her she is 100 percent this face <laughs> <laughs> um strong strong force of character does whatever she wants causes chaos leaves havoc in her wake um but as it goes on, she becomes a more a more humanized character and a little more dimensional. Yeah. Um, yeah. And some of the best episodes of TNG, I think, are Loxana episodes because she kind of comes in and sh- she's this kind of flighty character with all this uh, libido. And then she turns around and she has this real depth to her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Major Barrett gives that just amazingly. Yes. Um, and so I think I think she does that same here too. 
So, um, that's just a good character. I I say she's, like the she's essence. A good character. Hmm? She's a good character. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. You know, I I think the essence of a good production is you can put two two people in a room and have them act, and you can have a great TV show or play or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Although the 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 gimmick of cutting off a little too early there is very funny, and that's yeah. that's common now, right? Like a lot of like vloggers and YouTubers will will cut um will make cuts just a little too early, um for effect. Yeah. So. Poor yeah, Bashir. it's the ambassadors of unhappy. <laughs> the ambassadors of unhappy. <laughs> just goes like, hey, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> we all have to do it. VIP guests are a huge load, so we give them to low-ranking officers, and yeah, it's a good view in Starfleet how it works. So. Yeah, a, a fun bit of um, ah, what's what's hazing? Hazing, a fun bit of hazing. I mean, I can kind of see it that way, where everybody has to suffer through the same thing. Um, I would say hazing is is frivolous. Yeah, um, yeah. I, this isn't yeah. actually hazing exactly. It, <laughs> like that, how he has to say it. It's but what like, hazing I, should be. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think though that if if one of the ambassadors did something uh, similar to what Cisco described. Yeah. Um, he would be okay if Bashir hit them. Like, yeah. ooh. Mm. So, and it's a good way to um, kind of give us our context there. Yeah. But it does, it, it is an interesting thing to include in an episode where one of the characters is not that concerned about consent. <laughs> at least at first. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're making those connections. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I you know I think I think the the function of hazing is to say, look, we all have to go through this unpleasant thing, and therefore we have that in common. Yeah. Um, but I think it's become a lot about uh, 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 denigrating people and then people's well closeted kinks. Um, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, it's uh, I've heard I've heard about some hazing rituals, and I'm like, no, someone was into that. <laughs> some of you are still into that no yeah so yeah. yeah and just because it's common doesn't mean it's not a, a maladaptation of some sort right like right yes it it's effective in, in getting people like into the in group but that doesn't make it a good thing no no not at all if it does yeah. um if it just if it just means that everybody in your your in group is passing cruelty onto other people like that's just toxic. That's, yeah, for sure. So, but ambassador duty has to be done. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just something that lower ranking people tend to do because they're not that important. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, so we, our, we're, yeah. we're at the A plot here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And O'Brien has figured it out. Yeah. Like, good job, O'Brien. The computer program's like a dog. Or a baby. Yeah. No, not a baby. I guess like a four or five year old. Those guys yeah, are persistent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, li I like that they try to beam them out. Yes, and, and that also does not work. Yeah. Right. 
but they tried it. There are lots of times where like episode two or three, people were trapped in an airlock and I'm like, beam them out with your matter transporters. <laughs> so like, I'm no, we didn't think it. of it. It wouldn't yeah. create enough drama. <laughs> we haven't cracked a joke about like Cisco going to drama training in, in a couple episodes. We haven't. So he's been, he's been pretty laid back. So yeah, just being, you know, pretty good. Uh, commander of the station. Yeah. So. Kira, do they have stray puppies on Bajor? I hope they do. It's too yeah. bleak if they don't. Dogs dogs are everywhere. You know yeah. dogs moved into Chernobyl, right? I believe um, it. Yeah, so nature is healing, and that's not just a joke. Like, yeah. wildlife is actually returning to the woods around Chernobyl. Yeah. Um, but the problem with that is that when people left, they left their pets, uh, yeah. which painfully is because no one told them they were leaving for good right um so there's a there's a domestic dog population like there's a feral dog population and they were in the woods but then wolves like started coming back into the wolves in the woods excuse me so now the dogs are like around like the tourist areas um and you shouldn't pet them you're not supposed to pet them um but you can totally pet them they absolutely 100 percent want you to pet them um so that was a big diversion but in in essence, dogs dogs should be everywhere. They can be anywhere. Yeah. I um. And and yeah. they should want you to pet them. I figure the Cardassians would bring them in just so they'd have something to kick every so often. <laughs> just, just to remind us, you know, our Cardassians stand here. Um. But yeah, like my understanding of Chernobyl isn't that, like, the radiation got rid of the animals; that the people got rid of the animals. Um. So they still have incidences of. Like birth defects and things, but yeah, like they're still beating out the spread. Yeah. So yeah, and we don't have super wolves yet, so that's a plus. <laughs> so or super dogs, I don't know. Yeah, radiation is weird, and it's weird. It's just weird. Yeah. The elephant's foot is a heck of a thing, though. Yeah, yeah. So. Props to the people who uh, took a picture of that. God. So. <laughs> yeah. Because I think the, the camera melted a little bit. Like the robot that, that did the camera melted just a little I w- bit. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, back to the episode. Yeah. The ambassadors are going to ambass. <laughs> For sure. So. Although, out of context, the line from Major Kira, like, if he doesn't get back to his pail in time, is probably one of the funniest (laughs) things you could take out of the the Star Trek episode. It's true. Voyager has the famous line of, get the cheese to sick bay. (laughs) Okay. Which makes sense in context. So, I don't mean to spoil Voyager for anybody, but Voyager has these bioneural gel packs. That's like the latest thing. That's so cool. Um, yeah, like it makes their systems better because they're biological or something. I see. So anyway, so Neelix, who is Snarf, but in Star Trek, uh, makes cheese, but the cheese is like giving off its cheese. It's a bacteria, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it makes the bioneural gel pack sick. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the ship got allergic to the food. So. Rip. 
Did we learn about Oda's history? We do. The yeah. first, for the first time. Yeah. Like, in a good way. It's like, I don't care about your mysterious history in the wormhole or in the Denorius belt or whatever. Like, how'd you grow up, man? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, he talks about how he... There was a, he has a, a Bajoran person who took care of him when he was a kid, when he was a sample in a lab. Yeah. And to what I learned to become is a good line. Yeah. And it's like, okay, he's fascist, but he's fascist for reasons. <laughs> so. Um, and like... Like Kira, both of these characters are a certain way that they don't really have to be anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good parallel to make. Yeah. So. Um, and he's very stoic. He is, because he can't, he grew up, you know, with Bajorans who were cool, but with Bajorans who were oppressed by Cardassians. Yeah. I'm sure that the Cardassians... I just a general impression. Stop me if, if you've gotten a different impression. Aren't too great on things that aren't like everything else. Yeah. Um, and so to, to succeed in Cardassian, the Cardassian-run society, there we go. You had to be a people pleaser. Yeah. The one That's... clip from The Simpsons where, like, everyone's looking at Bart. Just that, but all the time. Yeah. So it's like you know Oda would have never shared this with anyone, yeah. If he hadn't, if he hadn't had to rely on someone, yeah. So, and that was really nice of her, right? Like she she knows what to say here. Yeah, she does. Cause she's a she's a wise character. I mean, she doesn't seem she it. Is. She seems brash and impulsive and chaotic but she's she is very wise yeah she knows she knows how it is so um and then back to the air plot yeah <laughs> let's, let's try this now so but yeah like if, if this hadn't happened odo may have kept on living you know never opening up to other people and always being what he'd always been yeah. Um, I just never do anything different. Yeah. So. I do like this bit where they're trying to overload it. Yeah. I, I like the things the writers came up with here. Yeah. <laughs> For the big, um, the big loads on the system to keep it busy. It's pretty cool yeah. stuff. So. And it's always good when computers can't talk right anymore. Yeah, it's good stuff. There, good there stuff. are some definite. There are some two thousand one shades here. <laughs> so. Yes. Hey. Tube-based tube computing, though. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Interesting concept. Because they're future computers. There is one more base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the future i think in, i think they're referred to as ternary systems in voyager at some point i see so 
Like, you guys, you don't even... Yeah, quantum stuff. Yeah. This fire is real. <laughs> Unlike the last episode. <laughs> yeah. It's probably the same fire superimposed on the corridor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have to record the episode. It Play it side yeah. by side, yeah. <laughs> Save that money, man. For That's sure. new fire. That's real fire. That Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And Bashir's little effects. respite here is yeah. that um, he's got to save these guys now. Yeah. So. Although it, it is very disconcerting that it is that they are on a starship where if the systems are broken, the manual overrides also don't work. Because, <laughs> like, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. What are you bypassing here exactly? Right. It's like, no, man, that punctures a little thing, and then the thing lets out air, and then the hydraulics stop. Like, that's how it goes. Yeah. But I like they just straight up disintegrate that door to get into it. But then they can't. Yeah. Cardassians. Again, I do like how the Cardassians are gone, but they're still making trouble for everyone. <laughs> I, I think uh, they would like that, too. They do like some of that's on purpose, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna learn in the future that some of these these things aren't accidents. Yeah, Cardassians really do roll that way because they are petty yeah. as. F <laughs> they really are. So, you put down Dax as another person who never played with puppies as a child. Maybe Her they didn't Jean exist on. On Horror World. Yeah. And they never have for a hundred years. No dogs. <laughs> no dogs. She's, her past lives have been to Earth. Did you just not see the dogs? <laughs> Did Emily Dax go, hmm, weird, and keep going? <laughs> I don't know how that works. Well, people don't take their puppies out a lot, right? Not a whole lot anyway. That's true. So. So. Puppies are a little different from dogs. Yes, that's true. Sorry. I would imagine that in the future of, of Star Trek, the puppy bowl is as big then <laughs> as the Super Bowl is now. Maybe it's like baseball. It, it went out of style. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. Yes. So. so, like, it's really fun, but it's a little exploitative for the puppies, maybe. What happens? It got too big. There were celebrity puppies that went to the. Oh heads. God! <laughs> it was like because dog shows are a little iffy, right? Yeah, dog shows definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so it became so, like that, I guess. Yeah, or all the puppies had their own YouTube channels and were like, "Shut <laughs> it down." <laughs> their own Instagram accounts. <laughs> <laughs> they have like sponsor puppies. Like yeah. they get deals to to make posts for dog <laughs> products. Right. Labradors are having puppies just for the clout. <laughs> oh yeah. Ecosystem. I um so so I was looking at presidential pets and it is perhaps not surprising, but a little surprising how many presidents have had their dogs had puppies like as a PR stunt. Oh yeah. Yeah, cuz cuz Yeah, for sure. Like once you once you learn, you're like, "Oh, of course." But Yeah. 
Can you imagine having to take care of the president's puppy? I mean, it would like, be great. But it'd be a lot of pressure. I guess you know, puppies yeah. die. You go to the, you go to the, you know, you make a call to a dude. You're like, I need, I need a replacement puppy. Gets flown in <laughs> like a stealth bomber. <laughs> cover of night. Armored We're convoy. joking over this like really emotional scene for. Odo we are the best. Scene, like it's the payoff for the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, dogs are very distracting. <laughs> so yeah, but Odo can't. Yeah. He turns into a liquid. And Loxana takes off her wig and is like, "Look, oh, this flamboyancy is as a face that I wear, just like your face." So. And she I'm holds. really glad that she yeah she holds him in her dress because the whole time I was watching this I was like, just just make a bowl out of your dress. This isn't yeah. <laughs> like a crisis. Like just, but now they they figured it out. Yeah, but it's good. I was like. You know, Odo can completely relax with another person, probably for the first time yes. since he had a choice in it. Yes. I guess he still doesn't have that much of a choice of it. But, um, you know, he's relying on someone utterly, I think. And that's that's good for him. Yes. But so. it's hard. Oh, it's very it's understandable. hard. understandable. Yeah. So, and Odo's a great character to represent that. Yes. So... And uh, Chief O'Brien's going to solve it for real this time. Yeah. I'm just saying, taking care of the president's puppies is one thing. But there is a guy who has to get the dog pregnant. Like, that's his job. And that seems like a crazy one. No. Well, no. Like, um, so, so like, we we bred dogs once. And it it wasn't. Okay. I think you only have to do something like that if you want it to be like super pedigree or if you just don't care about dog suffering, um, which let's not get into that. But, yeah, but like, not. I mean, I mean, dogs, dogs will mate, right? They have the whole heat thing going on. Yeah. So if they if they know each other, it's fine. But someone's got to be like, this dog's not going to be in heat for another three weeks. And they're like, no, we're going to invade Azerbaijan. We need puppies oh the day of. When boots hit the ground, we need puppies coming out. <laughs> you're like, well, now I got to get this. <laughs> now I got to get and this you, bitch into heat. So, <laughs> does the CIA have pills for that? I don't know. <laughs> they try to, I don't know, embarrass Yuri Gagarin on a U.S. trip, making his dog horny. God. No. Bashir gets a gold star, though. Hooray for him. He does. He did the right thing. Although, I'm pretty sure he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, But, you know, we have happy endings all around. Yeah. It's a good good time. And Odo and Loxon are friends now. Yes. Aww. She's nice. Although I'm pretty sure that being trapped in an elevator is on the bottom of the list of of possible picnic activities. (laughs) Yeah. She has to make it creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, no, maybe she just means that they'll hang out more and she'll be a little less. Let's just say that that's what she means. (laughs) Yeah, let's say that. 
She didn't wink. I actually did expect her to wink there, so... Yeah. So... So, so Chief O'Brien has a puppy now. He does. I like that. I wish I wish they did more with that. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I guess maybe I could just... They, they have a lot of side characters in the show, but O'Brien's yeah, robo true. puppy is not one of them. Off the front, yeah. So. I like that premise. I do wish they did a little more with it, but I can't really yeah. complain much because the B-plot was so good. Yeah. Yeah. So. So that was a good one. It's a good one. It's good core. Yeah. So. Good so character next development. Is, yeah. oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, what is the next episode? Uh Dramatis Personae. I think that I'm watching that. I'm saying that right. Excuse me. That's that's good as, as I print as I can't. I don't know. Yeah. So the sure. the the preview for that says Kira protests. When Cisco allows a Valerian ship to dock at the station. Okay. All right. So that is true. And that <laughs> is the ostensible driving point of our conflict. Okay, but that's not what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most accidentally true Netflix card to date. So but we will see next week. Yes. And until then, remember, remember you, you exist, exist here. here.